0: Welcome to Discovering Creators, a podcast where we chat with amazing creators who are on Creators.co, where clients can find the top tier creators. Today, we have Brian Krasenstein. He is one half of the Deso Day Show, which focuses on all of the happenings of the Deso blockchain every day, co-founder of NFTZ, an NFT marketplace for NFTs on the Deso
1: blockchain, as
0: well as a digital marketing consultant. Welcome to the show, Brian.
1: Thanks. I'm happy to be here.
0: So Brian, I wanted to get some insight from you on how you've gone from web two digital marketing and where you started your career there and transitioning it to web three.
1: Yeah. So like, I mean, I go way back to like probably web one, like having a, having an internet site to sell baseball cards in 1996 or something like that Mm. when I was like 15. Uh, So I just dated myself, but like, I, I think like I just try to like, follow the technology, like, like web one turned to web two, where you have like social media platforms and you're, you're interacting with people and creating your own content on third-party applications and third-party websites. And now web three, where you're, you're kind of creating data on a blockchain and that blockchain's accessible on possibly thousands of nodes. So yeah, I think that you just got to kind of adapt to the technology. And kind of before we're thinking, like like read up, educate yourself on what's coming and kind of be there for when the ball gets to that position.
0: And was DSO your first foray into Web3 or were you dabbling in it before that?
1: Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I heard of Web3 before I joined DSO back last March, but uh, I, I didn't really take part in it. I've been in crypto since 2012, gotten Bitcoin really early. Uh, but I never, I never really participated in any other crypto space. I, I wouldn't say I had a Bitcoin maximalist, but I always saw Bitcoin as an investment. And I was like, if these other blockchains are going to work out, I think it's going to all come back to Bitcoin as well. So I didn't really, I didn't really stray too far from Bitcoin. Really, I mean, I had Ethereum, I had some other cryptos, but uh, mostly I've just concentrated on Bitcoin. But uh, when I saw DeSo, it was. Like the perfect timing because we were like we were banned from Twitter uh, probably about two and a half years ago, and at the time that DSO launched in March was when we were basically giving up on filing a lawsuit against Twitter for defamation. So we got banned. They put out a statement that was untrue to the media about why we got banned, and we found out that since we're since we would probably be considered public figures uh, because of our following we would have to prove that Twitter made those statements with malice. And it's really hard to do that. So as DSO surges up and we find DSO, we're like, just forget about Twitter. Let's leave that in the past. Stop paying all these legal bills to an attorney that's saying we probably can't even do anything and just move on. And I think it was like the perfect timing. And our background in crypto helped us kind of understand where DSO could possibly go in the future. And it introduced us to Web3, which... We read a lot about, but we didn't really see any actual, I guess, proofs of concepts. I, we, we heard a lot about blockchain and blockchain was always like this, this next big thing. And, and for the last six years, you would hear like VCs talk about blockchain and how it's going to change your world. But you didn't really see too much, uh, I guess, application of the blockchain other than the cryptocurrencies. And I think this is the first application I saw that I was like, wow, this is really cool. And this really could be something big.
0: What were some of those early signs where you thought, "Hey, this could be something big and impact me as a creator?"
1: I I saw a lot of parallels to Bitcoin, like like that that optimism but a lot of skepticism, a lot of people saying it's a scam, a lot of people saying this won't work. Um but at the same time, I kind of realized like this is where it's headed. Like with Bitcoin in 2012, I saw that there is a need for this this currency that anybody can access and and it's and not be centralized so no government could shut it down and i think that with what's happening in social media where you have people being canceled i guess you could say whether it's right or wrong i think that could be debated uh i i think that Deso is a perfect solution not only for the users who are being banned or who fear they might be banned but actually for the people running these platforms that could run as nodes because it takes that decision of banning out of their hands kind of like they could ban somebody on their platform but if it's on the blockchain they didn't really ban them and they don't really have to take the heat for banning them so i think that like DSO fits into like this perfect niche where it solves a lot of problems that traditional web 2 social media platforms are facing
0: yeah i feel like web 3 so i'm a newbie to web 3 deso is my first foray into it and it seems like the ability to kind of create what you want to on the DSO blockchain is what pulls me to it because you don't have any fear of what's someone going to say about it or like, okay, am I going to get in trouble for posting this? I mean, we're not posting things that are like, you know, super offensive or right. like really bad to post, but it to your point, it removes that that filter of, oh, I should only say things where you know people may like me or something like that. It kind of opens up the ability to kind of be yourself in a way, which is kind of freeing.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it kind of allows you as a creator to like dive in and say, hey, there's no chance of, like with Twitter, we had 1.6 million followers combined and in a second, we lost it all. Like that can't happen here. So like investing your time, building up your account here and becoming known on the on the blockchain or on the platforms that you're using that are running the blockchain is really worthwhile and it can't be taken away from you so i think that's another thing like like you can spend time and invest your time into it knowing that it's going to be here and you're not going to have to worry about getting banned or have your post removed or whatever you know
0: what were some of those tactics you used to build following on web 2 twitter etc and have you been able to employ similar tactics on web 3 or is it very different
1: no i I mean there there are a lot of similarities and and it's funny because like like i'm not bragging but we're so good at getting a following on twitter in such a short span that twitter accused us of buying our account and buying engagement and we weren't and they put that put that line out to the media fox news and to other other media organizations and they basically when all was said and done we were running bot farms they said and and like we didn't do any of that and we proved it to them but at that point they were like it doesn't matter like like you can sue us then and it was like are we going to spend three hundred thousand dollars to sue them but we learned a lot like like we learned how to engage with people in a way that that you're not going to put yourself at risk of getting canceled, I guess. But at the same time, you're going to get engagement back. And we did that by just like appealing to what, what people people are looking for. And that's whether it's like news or or information that they can use and information that they want to share. So like like you post stuff that, that people are going to be like, oh, wow, I want to share this because I think my followers are going to want that. And if you do that, then your stuff goes viral. And... At the end of the day you start getting followers and you start getting more engagement and the more engagement followers you get the more that stuff spreads even faster so it's kind of like a snowball effect so I, I think we can use that on dso and we have done that like we post a lot of like information as fast as we can get information out uh post stuff that people want to see and they think that their followers want to see so that's kind of how you grow
0: And where did these skills that you've learned as a creator that you've learned over trying all of these different things with web one, web two, web three, where did these come from? Or how did you develop them?
1: Yeah, so going back to like 2003, like right when we were maybe, maybe like a sophomore in college, Ed and I, uh, we ran a bunch of internet forums, and they were related all different topics. There are Forums related to e-currencies, which were pretty much the precursors to cryptocurrencies, but they were centralized. There are forums of, about uh, SEO, web web uh, marketing, uh, video games, uh, virtual reality, three D printing, and we ran all these forums. And a forum's basically like a social media platform, but it's about a topic, you know, like a message board. And there there will always be like controversies in these forums, like people posting stuff, people getting banned, people having moderators moderate things that they didn't want and you just had to like kind of learn how to i guess act correctly to kind of kind of drown out the negativity so like if if there's an argument you got to figure out how to how to kind of settle it and get both parties feeling like they're not cheated out by your your site so i I think we learned a lot in those like 10 years or so that we ran those forums and then when twitter came around we started doing we were very political on twitter which caused a lot of like problems as well like yeah by means of uh (laughs) death threats and stuff like that but I, i we always tried to remain positive uh so regardless of like whether you agreed with us you wouldn't actually take it out on us. Uh, at least that was a hope. And it, w- it was just like a lot of weaving and figuring out like how to how to do it in a way that's not going to offend everybody or offend half the people and make half the, half happy. So it's just like a lot of, I guess, psychological, uh, I guess, I don't know what you want to call it, but strategy, I guess.
0: Yeah, it seems like you're really able to get into the minds of kind of the, the crowd, and what they are seeking in terms of value. I feel like as a creator, that's the main goal of a creator is to add value to their audience, whether it's through art and adding value through the art, whether it's through opinions and whatever opinions you may have, but wherever that value is added, that's where you know the following grows, which I feel is a really cool concept.
1: Yeah, which is which is important, like, like add value. And I think you'll be valued like, like, don't just go around spamming. Don't go around just like, you know, like, like posting like two word posts, comments on people's posts. That's not going to work. If you're adding value and helping people, I think that's how you're going to get a following get, kind of build up a name for yourself, what, no matter what niche you're in, I think.
0: Yeah, completely agree. And I've, I've seen that. I mean, as a newbie to Deso, like the first pieces of content I saw were you and your brother's videos. And it was like, hey, this is what's going on in DSO land. And I was like, oh, okay. This is like how to learn about Desos by following those videos and following you guys, which I feel like is a really great, to your point, it's not necessarily a niche. It's more like just providing information in a way that helps other people grow, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and like that, that's what we're trying to do. I, I mean, it's great to get the following and everything, but like we believe in DeSo, We believe where, where it's headed could be significant for, I think, humanity as a whole. Uh, so I, I, I think like providing information is just helping DeSo grow. And ultimately, if DSO grows, we're all going to grow along with it, especially those who are on it early.
0: Absolutely. And I would say one thing Creators does is it helps provide a space where maybe you're able to earn additional currency for your skills versus, you know, some diamonds on Dieso, which is always great. We all love diamond showers. But I feel like in terms of actually promoting skills, Creatiers is a great platform to be able to do that. Um, you know, you being very ingrained into the Dieso blockchain and what's going on, what has been your thoughts or opinions on the Creators platform and what they're trying to accomplish
1: yeah like, like i started following you guys like right when you launched and and i'm not saying this because i'm on the show but i i, I love what you're doing and and I, I think that it definitely provides an added incentive to to join dso you have this this node that is basically running on the blockchain and it's it's basically like i i always describe it as kind of like a fiver or like an Upwork, where but it's built into the blockchain, so everything's right there. All the social aspects are right there, and and I, I think it offers tremendous possibilities, especially as Deso grows. I, I think right now, like Desos, we have three thousand daily active users. But imagine when there's three hundred thousand daily active users, and you have something like Create Creators, where you can post some skill that you have and profit off of it. So whether you're you want to say that that you can draw art, or you can, you can maybe, uh, advise on something and then provide that you get diamonds, you get creator coins, but you can also creator coin founder reward, but you can also get just cold, hard cash, uh, DSO, uh, for just doing what you're, what you do best. And I think it's an outlet to kind of, kind of allow creators to excel. And that's what DSO is all about. Uh, DisSO is all about creators and creators doing what they do best and showing off their work and adding the social benefits to it all so that they can excel. And I think Create Here does just that.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, my, myself as a marketer, it can be hard to market my skills just naturally on the blockchain, right? So just naturally through Diamond App or DeSocial World, just to post, hey, like I, I do marketing and my rate is XYZ, like that's not necessarily a place where that feels natural, right? That's not a place where the value is being added, but on Creators, that's the place to do it. And it still goes to the blockchain. So it all links up, which to me as a diesel newbie is very exciting because then it's a place where I can showcase my skills and it still stays on the blockchain, but it does it in in an appropriate way where it's a direct link to being compensated for those skills.
1: Yeah, and, and like your identity follows you everywhere. So like if you build up a following on Diamond App and people see you as maybe this great animation artist, you can post on create and all of that follows you over there and you can start selling your selling your work or your services based on that following you got on these other nodes like Diamond App. So I think that's the power of Dieso is that your your following and your activity on any one of the nodes are going to contribute to what's happening with your account on all the other nodes, like Create's yours.
0: And from your experience, as you've grown on DSO and the blockchain there, what would be some tips that you would have for creators getting started on DSO and then creators growing their following and showcasing their skills?
1: Yeah, I think with any platform getting started, it's like the toughest thing because you've got to get followers, you want to get engagement with your posts, but you're not really going to get engagement out of the gate because nobody follows you. So I, I think the best thing to do is, uh, number one, I, I think just engage with other people, let them know you're out there and provide value to them. Whether you're commenting on their posts or giving them diamonds, you're making posts that are maybe tagging people and showing appreciation, uh, but two, participate outside of DSO as well, like on Discord, Clubhouse, uh, Twitter Spaces. I think you can kind of build a following there and, of course, put your DSO username in your profile on all of those. And use those other platforms, the Web2 platforms, to kind of bring people to your account on web 3 DISO. And I think that, that can really be powerful, uh, and, and once you start building up a following, just, just do what you love and provide value based on what you love. If it's not fun, if you're not having a good time doing it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. I think that the people that get the biggest following are people that are kind of doing what they love. And it, would, it shows. It shows that they love what they're doing and it shows that they're an authority in whatever area they're posting about.
0: Sounds like it's another way of saying be your authentic self on Web3 and people naturally gravitate towards you. Exactly. It it it's funny how like simple that sounds, <laughs> but how often it can be uh, confusing or you know misconstrued for what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally agree.
0: So obviously, you know, we're we're here on the Creators Podcast, um, where we're discovering creators. You know, you yourself, I, I'd love to know what kind of you know offers or what kind of skills in the future you would end up listing on a platform like Creators to add value to the community.
1: Yeah, like, like, I think someone something like, like, Ed and I, I, I think we could offer something like we do these videos every day, we could maybe offer up a service to give you a shout out in a video, or maybe have you on our video and, and give you a 10 minute segment on our video to showcase what you're working on. Or maybe we could consult and, and offer a 30 minute zoom call or something like that, where we can give advice on how you can build up your profile, or maybe how you can get get word out about a project you're working on on dso i think there's like a a lot of ways we could utilize it and i'm definitely going to be adding some probably in the next day or two uh, because i do think that it's powerful um, and i i'd love i'd love to see some other people start adding their profiles and their services or whatever they have to offer to create tiers
0: and would you add so i'm i'm actually curious in how you've gone into creating nftz and how that would apply in terms of skills that you've learned, that then you could help others out by having offers on creators.
1: Yeah, so so like with NFTZ, uh, we just we didn't see anything out there that we wanted for N- NFTs. Like like there's so many so many things we wanted to see when NFTs launched from DSO. and when NFTs launched on D- DSO, it was like nothing. It was like this stream of NFTs. There's no way to organize and no way to like sort or search. It was basically a I mean it it was it was like a what I would think would be like a 1999 version of an NFT marketplace. But <laughs> so so we we were working with Martin van Halen on uh, on another project and we asked him that hey could you do this could you do that and we had a whole list of stuff and he's like yeah I, sure I could do all that and he gets it up like within a matter of days. I'm like let's like make this a, a an actual node and and start start promoting it. So that's what we did. Um, we have a whole roadmap. We have like 150 different things we want to implement onto NFTZ over the course of the next year. Uh, but I think that's ha- how we got into it. So I would just say like, if there's something, I, I, let, let me re- reverse a little for a second. I, I think that like the the best businesses stem from, from necessity. So like people who aren't satisfied with the status quo, they start a business to do what they want wanted other businesses to do and I think that can really really kind of erupt into something incredible and that's what happened with nftz and I think that's what will happen with so many other projects so if there's something that's not out there on DSO that you think should be done better what better way to have it exactly how you want than to do it yourself so if you if you have the skill to do it yourself then you want to do it yourself but maybe Somebody else on Creators would be able to help you and do it better. And that's, I, I think that's really powerful because you have all these uh, amazing talents on DISO who can, who can collaborate with other amazing talents and produce something that could be super amazing. And, and like what we did with Mark Tyne Van Halen and his brothers, I think we teamed up, we got lucky, but I think Creators can actually. Provide that to people without having to search, like far and wide for the right partners. So I I love that idea right there.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. I would say I think there's even a few dev offers right now on Tears where like you can partner with a dev and you know help make that node come to life or help make that idea come to life. To your point, it has to come to, from necessity, right? Like those are the best kinds of organizations or companies where there's a necessity or a need for that project. But I feel like, you know, myself, not a developer, it can be hard to realize that, you know, necessity or that vision.
1: Exactly. Like you might have, you might have skills that could complement developers, but you might need developers to accomplish your goals. So I, I think that's like where I am, like, I'm not a developer, but I feel like I have a lot of good ideas and, and, uh, by teaming with a developer, I think that's like the perfect framework for creating a successful project.
0: So you mentioned you have a lot of good ideas or a lot of ideas. They may not be good. They may be, you know, (laughs) whatever it may be. How do you determine what ideas you go forward with?
1: Yeah, you know, like we've had a lot of successes in the past, but we've probably had 10 times as many failures. So you got to just like, I wouldn't say pick and choose. Just try it, try it, and see how it goes. And don't be afraid to cut your losses if something's not going as you thought it would. Don't keep wasting time on it. Move to the next idea, and, and I, I think that's probably like my best advice to give is just try it. And if it if it doesn't if it doesn't go off as you expected, then move to the next thing. And uh, like we've had businesses that we've built up and sold within a year or two and then we've had businesses that we started and in six months in after after spending hours and hours and hours we decided hey this isn't going to work out this isn't things aren't developing as fast in this market as we thought let's move on to the next thing And, and we've done that so many times but all it takes is one one success to really i think provide you the provide you the reward of all those hours combined for all the failures
0: Do you think the DSO blockchain helps create an environment where you're able to test out ideas?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I think like we saw this in the first like few months of DSO, like people trying all kinds of things. It was like the Wild West (laughs) and some of them worked out. Most of them didn't. I mean, there are so many like side projects, like people trying to utilize the creator coin in a unique way. And most of those ideas faded away, and creator coins are kind of slow right now. But I think that will pick back up. But Deso was a great test bed for a lot of really cool things, and I think a lot of people learned learned a lot of lessons about like how to move forward in the future. So as we have new things coming out on Deso, whether it's DAOs or or uh, whether it's NFTs, I think people can kind of use some of those failures of the past to to maybe. Learn, learn about how best to move forward with other projects in the future.
0: seems like DSO creates an environment of collaboration in that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and I, th- this, this is definitely one of the things I love about DSO is that it rewards collaboration and you're not really competing against anyone. I mean, I guess in some respect, different nodes might compete with each other in some ways, but at the same time, if your competitor... Does something amazing and brings a bunch of people under DSO. That's going to help you as well as a competitor. So I I think that it rewards collaboration over like controversy and some of the some of the things we see re- rewarded on other other uh, web two social media platforms.
0: I really like that it 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 rewards collaboration more than maybe other platforms do. That's that's a really cool way to look at. Web three as a whole, and then the Dso blockchain specifically, especially as a creator, because then you're able to have that mindset going into it of okay, I, like I want to collaborate with someone. Like you, you bring your skills to the table, and then you match them up with you know someone else's skills, and you have a nice little project that you can work on together. Which I feel like creators does a great job of trying to bring those together, where you're able to browse people's skills, which may not be possible in other nodes, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and, and like DSO has so many tools and there's going to be more tools coming out, I'm sure, uh, that allows for collaboration and coin splits. Like with NFTs, you can work with another artist and split the split the rewards uh, and it's in a trustless manner via the blockchain. So things like that, I think, are going to continue to show how DSO can be really rewarding when people collaborate and combine their skills.
0: Yeah, I'm. That's one of the features I'm most excited about because I am not an artist in any way, shape, or form. But I have some ideas for NFTs, so I'm like really excited about these splits because then it makes it a lot easier to partner with artists and maybe I'll find one on Creators. <laughs> like that exactly, way. yeah. It's it, it's so cool to see all the possibilities that are coming, and I think that's something that makes the blockchain super exciting. To your point of there's a lot of things in development, and I feel like it's going in a good way to help benefit the creators at a creator level.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Well, thanks so much, Brian, for for hopping on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, just to, to wrap up here, where can people find you on DSO? Yeah,
1: it's just at Krasenstein. So my last name, uh, Ed and I, my, my twin brother and I, we share, share an account. That's why we're so active is because there's two of us.
0: <laughs> smart, smart. Yeah, well, I, I I can personally throw in my my recommendation to go follow the the Krasenstein brothers. Uh they're awesome. Um and really appreciate you being on the show. And for those of you listening, uh and you have some skills you want to list, head over to createers.co and set up an account. And it's super easy to list your first skill.
1: I'm gonna do Mark. that right after this.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Again.
1: Yep.